Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Market View on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero, JP Ong in front of me. We've, you know, been celebrating Christmas. Mm-hmm. And today, here we are in the studio, while I think everyone else in Singapore is out in a field or something, waiting for the full eclipse. Yeah, and uh, you know how we know that here. Take a look at value turnover today. Not even 200 million. Really? 189. Look, everybody is either extending their Christmas festivities, they're probably off somewhere, or watching this eclipse at the moment, or just phoning it in. As I mentioned, I mean, what other explanations do we have for why turnover activity? And this is really par for the course whenever you come to the year and end you end the year in a festive mood. Um, not too festive, though, for the Straits Times Index. Whenever you see v- thin value turnover, it pretty much means anything goes. It'll tread water, either a bit above water or a bit below water at the moment. The Straits Times Index trading about 12 points in the red today, 3,208. But again, holding on to that clearance of 3,200, at least for the time being. And this could just be it until we get to the end of the year. Again, folks are just waiting on this U.S.-China trade deal getting signed. Mm-hmm. In fact, a lot of the action at the moment, if you had to look at things, is in the oil market. Right now, so if you look at say uh, the likes of uh, Brent crude and WTI, they're both of up sixty dollars a barrel at the same time at the moment, and both up by about 0.4 percent each. This on hopes of that U.S.-China trade deal helping soften any economic downturns next year, which will mean more stable oil demand, and also these OPEC production cuts really starting to just give a bit of hope for some of these oil bulls that are hoping that you know oil prices are going to continue to trend upwards. And also because we we have President Trump who said today or said over Christmas Day, speaking to reporters, that uh, there will be a signing ceremony between him and President Xi Jinping for this phase one deal. And that ultimately, they will do it when they get together and will, they'll have a quicker signing because they want to get it done. It's just being translated right now. So I guess the text is just being translated over to Chinese or, or the other way. And, I hardly and think says, that President Xi needs a translation. I don't know. I, I thought and if His you English both, is probably better than President Trump's. Uh, I, I, well, <laughs> let's see. You know what? That wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. President Xi is a very... He didn't get to the top of a country of he one also studied in people. the U.S. There you go. <laughs> Anyhow, they're both angling to sign this. It's probably not going to happen at Davos, which happened the World Economic right. Forum, because uh, President Trump will be there. But President Xi Jinping has said, nope, I'm going to be skipping that one. So, again, all bets are off as to when both sides or both the leaders of the two worlds, the two largest economies in the world are going to sign off on the deal. But now I think it's more of a question of when, not will. So uh, I guess that's some progress. And maybe that's also why you're seeing that elite commodity prices today or oil prices are looking a bit more optimistic. If the markets are barely moving and no one is really trading, and you're guessing that's going to more or less be the case for the next few days. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That would be correct. Again, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw very meager trades at the moment, just treading water. But and, is that uh, just here or is that throughout? Well, I think throughout the, throughout the region. So the other thing, too, we have to remember is that Wall Street was closed yesterday for mm-hmm. Christmas Day, as sure. were we. So you don't have a lot of leads coming states uh, coming from the U.S. Right. to set the tone. And today you're going to see a lot of reduced trading activity and volumes from many major markets. So Hong Kong, Australia, and most of the major European markets are going to be closed for Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of activity from those regions. You'll probably have the odd corporate story here and there from these places. But generally, everybody's just taking a breather. Um, just enjoying the holiday season, I believe, and not choosing. And if they're if they're getting into the markets at the moment, it's very small trades. The odd corporate story that you're talking about. Let's talk about some marine, and yes. there are 
offshore platform projects worth yeah. quite a bit of money. Yeah, they say it's about half a just over half a billion Singapore dollars. Semcorp Marine just bagging two of these offshore projects, and they've secured them. And the work is basically for them to fabricate these platforms at these two oil fields. So they'll be working with one of their main customers, North Oil Company, fabricate these two wellhead platforms at the Al Shaheen oil field out in Qatar. And the work is going to start, though, by December 2021. So it's not going to happen anytime soon. I guess it also shows that in this line of business, you really need to plan ahead. And if it, you can't just say, I'm going to build an oil field, an offshore oil platform overnight. You're going to need at least two years to plan this out. So the work is set to start in 2021. And we'll cover about engineering, procurement, construction, the installation, and the commissioning of these offshore platforms at the moment. And awarded under the Galaf project of NOC or the North Oil Company. If they get this done, they'll expect that this will help maintain the production capacity of the Al Shaheen oil field at about 300,000 barrels of oil per day. So they, this is what, one of the things that we'll need to make sure that the output from this place is actually tapped into. And they've asked Semcorp Marine to do it. And they're working at the Al Shaheen oil fields, and they're also working on certain platforms and bridges for Total in ENP out in the Danish North Sea. So Semcorp Marine, look, I mean, just because, again, it's the it's the holidays doesn't mean that folks aren't working around the clock to try and secure some of these contracts. Semcorp Marine also over the last year, we've seen the stock also questioned because of the lower demand for oil offshore marine services, lower demands also for oil shipping and transporting also, and really weighing on Semcorp Marine. But this at least signs that, you know, they're not down and out. They're not out of the game yet. They continue to work pretty hard. And uh, Semcorp Marine also so there is continued, persistent, and very pesky talk in the markets about a possible combination or merger of Semcorp Marine and maybe the folks over, and maybe Keppel's Offshore and Marine, for instance. Mm-hmm. This, is, uh, this is a chatter that we're hearing in the markets because of all this M&A activity we've seen and because they've seen quite a couple of headwinds over the last couple of years. So maybe it's a good it's a good idea to try to combine these two. Again, until we get real concrete information that they're going to do this, this remains market chatter and it's also talk around the coolers. It's also called in yeah. some corners. <laughs> yeah, well, well wa- water cooler talk on Absolutely. the corners of the SGX at the moment. So keep in mind that these are just whispers at the moment and or gossip, depending on how you want to qualify it. Right. You know, I was, I was reading this article you sent to me and 244.61% in the year, as in seeing your shares climb, is quite something. Mm-hmm. I would be popping the champagne and going, okay, guys, I think we deserve a pat on the back. Well, if they decide to just call it a day or phone it in for the rest of the year, this will still be a big victory for a Singaporean e-commerce and uh, and tech firm that right. a- happens to be listed on the S&P, C-Limited. We've talked about this company once or twice over the year, actually. This is how good they've done year to date. In the S&P 500, you mentioned that net number, 244% up since the start of the year. They have outshone the likes of JD.com, which is one of the online retail Tailors in China and the big kahuna from the mainland, Alibaba, they've actually outperformed their shares year to date up to at least December 23. So barring a sudden capitulation over the next week or two, and it has happened before, but the odds are are, are really, really low that this is going to happen. They're going to be locking in a 244% year-to-date gain. And analysts apparently covering C-Limited are still calling the stock a buy because they believe that their take rates will rise and the losses that, they can, that they've incurred will actually start to uh, narrow and uh-huh. start, to, start to thin out. So just how big a loss have they made? C-Limited, and again, this is par for the course for many of these new tech companies. They've lost about $1.2 billion first nine months of the year. So January to September, they burned through about $1.2 billion U.S. dollars in cash. 
But the, the many analysts are hopeful that this company, which, by the way, houses underneath its, its roof, Shopee, they're optimistic that they'll be able to turn things around at least for C Limited and start to see the bottom line go from red to black also. And I think this is one of the bets that they have at the moment. C-Limited, they continue to see strong traction for some 2019, aided by their free fire growth and also consistent performance of online games, of their online game arena of valor. So they've got their fingers in a number of things at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think the bet is that C-Limited, yes, they're still, they still have their heads underwater, but that's not going to be for too long. Do have you ever bought anything from Shopee? Um, I think, have I? I know, no, I, I don't haven't. think I haven't. <laughs> All I remember about Shopee is, and apologies to the folks at Shopee, but that jingle is rather irritating. <laughs> but it earworms, you know. But the, the, but this this serves their purpose because it really earworms into you or it, it gives you this last song syndrome. So you know what? Whether you like it or not, you will not forget the name. And that and also those very, um, can I characterize Cristiano Ronaldo's ads for Shopee as being interesting? Interesting, huh? And and I think one of the questions many folks in the football... I thought it was pretty football, creepy. And one of the f- <laughs> questions many folks in the football world were asking, well, how much did they pay him to do those, or those, those commercials, you know? Apparently a lot. And already to get him as an endorser, isn't, it doesn't come cheap. These are my impressions for Shopee, but rest assured, it's inevitable that I will probably wander over to the platform and probably try to find... Stuff to buy. Stuff to buy. If you guys have any ding repair kits for surfboards, let me know. I'll ding repair kits. Yeah, so you can fix up your boards when they're cracked, you know. So it's just basically resin and a lot of, uh, and then and bits of fiberglass in it. So right. you, can just, you can do like quick repairs under the sun. So Shopee, suggestions for 2020. <laughs> ding repair kits for surfboards. Why not, yes. I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so rest of the day, do you think we'll even hit half a million? I, a half a billion? I think half a billion might be, but we have seen these little these little pickups towards mm-hmm. the end. But we're I, not going to touch anywhere near a billion. If, no, I, if we're going to break half a billion, we're just going to be scraping past it a bit. So that's as much as we're going to get today. Look, so there's still a bit of movement. If you look at the Straits Times Index at the moment, you've got Rex International up by about four point two percent. The banks all just taking like a half step back. DBS is down by about half a percent. Broadway International, for some reason, up by about 7.2% alongside Dynamax, the second straight day. So that Dynamax shares have been surging. Their shares are up there by 10.5%. Again, this is also an offshore oil and gas servicer. Mm-hmm. So a lot of interest, actually, in the commodity space, at least for the day after Christmas. And this might be one of those sectors we'll have to focus on because, frankly, not a lot of places offering a lot of in- a lot of interesting updates. But the day is young. And who knows? Maybe by the time things roll around, by the time Wall Street starts to wake up, we'll start to get more news. And we'll be on top of it, and of course, try to get it to you guys hot and fresh. All right. <laughs> That's for the rest of the day. JP Ong will be back on primetime to bring you the latest in market news. Maybe all of you will be back at your desk after the eclipse is over. Are you guys really at your desk? <laughs> not right now. And, They're not. And, uh, and if you, you know, are, JP, uh, we're probably talking to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so on behalf of JP Ong, I'm Clarissa Montero. This has been Market View on Workday Afternoon on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.